it's me hello it's me i've been wandering around to get that wasn't right (laughs) i've been wandering around to get a new usb and nice if you've wondered (laughs) where all the rest of mine were i forgot them at home because i'm a total doofus hello doofus Recording separate audio files. Cool. Checkity check, check, check. Also, um, Sister Jean ghosted us and we did not get her cameo. She ghosted? I just got the email. She ghosted us. Oh, are you serious? So we didn't get it at all? No. So now we have $150 credit on cameo. So before I had a $50 credit, now I have (laughs) $150 credit. Why does no one want to be our friend? I know. First Steve Smith, now Jean, mean Jean, the sex machine. <laughs> what the hell, mean Jean? She was sister Jean turned mean Jean. <laughs> okay, that's do you so remember? sad. I know. Okay, so I said mean Jean, the sex machine, which is probably X rated. It is X rated. But um, do you remember Chad's grandpa? He like got really demented and like moved into a nursing home. I don't think hit- demented is politically correct. Oh, what's the right word? Had dementia. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. So sorry. <laughs> Is it too late now to say sorry? Cause um I didn't mean that. Oh, I just, just I'm so sorry. Um okay. So anyway, his roommate was named Gene, and you asked him what his his name was, and he would go, Mean Gene the sex machine. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm so sad I never got to meet him. Oh my God. I was actually telling Bob all stories the other night. He used to take his dentures out. Oh God. What if Debbie and Chad listen to this? They're... I, yeah, yeah. Oh anyway, yeah. They might. He, Are they he, followers? I don't know. He literally would take his dentures out and put them in his slippers. And then he would like, he obviously couldn't find his dentures and then he would complain and like, they'd have to call the doctor because his like feet were rotting off. Turns out it's because his teeth were digging into the bottom of his feet that he put in his slippers (laughs) because he was like, there's no way I'm going to forget my dentures in here. And he did every time. (laughs) What is his name? Pawpaw? Bawbaw. Bawbaw. B-A-W-B-A-W. Bawbaw. Yeah. Well, this weekend was the cherry. Well, it's not this weekend. It's kind of over a couple weeks. It's the um, cherry blossoms in <gasps> DC. So uh, Michael and I went to go look at the cherry blossoms yesterday. They're beautiful. I know. Not okay. To- so we have some here in Charlotte too. And I was like, Trav, are those cherry blossoms? He's like, yeah. And I was like, I thought they only had them in DC. He's like, no, they're just very concentrated in DC. They're so everywhere. Like, yeah. So you get them like, like a whole bunch of them all at once. Well, right. I also hope Sis squad that I sound a whole lot better because <gasps> your girl finally got her own microphone and I can't really hear myself through these headphones. So I'm hopeful I'm not too loud, but we are recording on two separate audio tracks. I feel so official, Sarah. Like we are official podcasters. We are podcasters. And I'm sorry. I just like totally zoned out. I got a lace up sun email from, okay. So I'm doing, I think I've already told you guys I'm doing this virtual 5k, which I haven't even told you, Christine, Okay. So the, the 5k is on April 17th, but part of the package, if you upgraded to the black package, which means you get two free race entries. Um, so Travis and I are both going to do it are, is pop-up, um, trainings with Steve Smith. So 
I'm running with Steve Smith tomorrow at 6 p.m. Virtually. No, in person. What? Christine. You didn't tell me this. I literally, it just clicked. I've been trying to, no. guys, we're recording so much earlier today because we're, we have surprise, another bonus episode this week. And we're meeting, um, this guy, his name's Aaron. He's like this local Charlotte dude. He's like an MC for the checkers. He's really connected. Anyways, I'm doing a TikTok with him. And so I've been really nervous about it. And then we're doing a bonus episode afterwards. And so we've had to cram a whole bunch into our normal Tuesdays that we only do one episode on. And so it literally just clicked in my head that I'm running at 6 PM with Steve Smith tomorrow. And I don't care if That's I'm literally insane. running and my heart is like falling out of my mouth because I'm so out of breath and my legs want to fall off. Like I'll be damned if I run what, like if I lose sight of Steve Smith, I'm going to keep up with him. So are you running the actual, like an actual 5k with him? Is it I gonna think 3.2 miles. I think they just run like two miles to train. I am shook. <laughs> you better show up with all of your cut to it gear on cut to it. Or should I wear it? Sports this stuff. Like Travis, like maybe I've a combination of both. Yeah. Like we should do like ice up, take the ice up sun and like cross out sun and put sis, sis. over top of it. Yeah. And then wear, cause I've got my cut to it hat. So I'll wear my cut to a hat, but like, literally it's like, you are only allowed. You're not allowed to bring anybody. Cause I was like, Trav, you want to come with me? Like he'll help me and like, talk me through like running. And I'm like, I'll look at him and be like, I'm dying. And he'd be like, you're not dying. It's going to be okay. And I'd be like, okay, but he okay. can't come. He can't come. It, it, so it's just, just going to be me. you just me unless and I, he signed up for the 5k too so it's only the team leader that gets invited oh my god he's gonna be like it's sports this again uh, hello it's me i'm the creepazoid <laughs> that is constantly stalking you on social media and joining you on lives and following your cut to it podcast and asking you to leave us i mean literally christine he's gonna think we're psych we are psychos but it's well, at least he, he let's you know, confirmed tomorrow for sure. At least he knows our brand. I mean, he knows it's sports says that's for sure. There's no denying that. Well, welcome in squad. We are on week 25 of it's sports sis. so much to cover this week. And of course, happy Thursday. I forgot to mention that. Um, we are going to start right off the bat with the NCAA tournament because we are down to the final well, almost down to the final four. The there are still two games in the Elite Eight that are going to battle it out tonight. The NCAA men's and NCAA women's Elite Eight is upon us. So literally upon us today. We record on Tuesdays. You guys know that we push it live on Thursdays. So I asked Christine, like, when are the rest or when are the Elite Eight games start? And she's like, Sarah, there were two games yesterday for both the men and the women. And then there's two games tonight for both the men and the women. And the ones yesterday literally just snuck up on me. So the ones yesterday, I, no, me too, Sarah. I didn't even know about the ones yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. So the Monday until men's, today, yes, me neither. Thank God for this podcast. Right. So the Monday men's games, Baylor beat Arkansas, Houston beat Oregon state. And then the two games tonight, Gonzaga plays, Southern California and Michigan plays UCLA and the game, the later game doesn't tip off until close to 10 o'clock again. And I'm just like, seriously, these games are can't too stay late. awake for that. Not on a school night. It Snooze. is ridiculous. Seriously. And then the women, 
Um, so the women had again, two games last night, UConn and Baylor, and then Arizona and Indiana. And then there's two games tonight, Texas versus South Carolina and Louisville versus Stanford. But before we move on to when the final four games are going to be Christine, we cannot move on until we talk UConn versus Baylor, because there was a lot of drama around the game. A lot. There really was. Um, LeBron James even got involved with this, and you know it's a big deal when LeBron James gets involved. Yes. And we um, should, I, also, should, I should clarify. Shout out to LeBron. Yes, I should clarify. This is the women. So UConn versus Baylor women, um, not Baylor men. So yes, UConn beat Baylor 69 to 67. That was the final score, you yes. guys. However, however, there was five seconds left in the game. And this game has been very controversial because five seconds left in the game and the, and Baylor was down by only one point. So the Baylor guard, her name is Dejanay Carrington. I hope I'm saying that right went up for a shot and was fouled by two, not one, but two UConn players. And it was never called. And these fouls were very deliberate. It wasn't like they were small fouls. I mean, she got smacked in the face and she got smacked in the elbow by the other girl. So these it was fouls obvious too. So it was deliberate. Very blatant. Yes. Very blatant. You. Exactly. Agreed. Since the foul was not called, the uh, UConn players then went down and got fouled and then made one out of two of their free throws. So they ended up winning the game by two. So LeBron James comes out and tweets. He said, come on, man, that was a foul. So the head coach for UConn in the press conference after the game. Um, so the, the news person asked the coach, you know, this is what, what LeBron said. What do you have to say back to him? And he said, I don't think LeBron has ever won a game on a bad call by a, by an official. You think? saying okay. like, obviously he had, and there were plenty of bad calls that did not go the other team's way. They went LeBron's way. And he was like, definitely. Oh, they said that to fun. the, they said that to the UConn coach. They said that to the UConn coach. Oh. And he goes, I probably doubt that in his career, he's ever won a game and decided to give it back because he looked at it and went, Hmm. Yeah. That was a foul. Wow. Two shade, you know, what a great response. It's so true. It's I always, so true. I always go back to Christine. There's going to be bad calls in games. There are going to be refs that don't call fouls. There are going to be refs that call fouls that shouldn't have been called. If yep. that's what the game boils down to, you should have played a better game. Agreed. If, yeah. That's, that's a really good point. I mean, yeah. I can't think of a single person who has played in a sport and they have not had a foul or a, how would you, how did you put that? A call not called against them. Yeah. A miscalled, a miscall, a, a miscall. They have not had a miscall in yeah. a game. Right. Exactly. So they're definitely, I mean, they're not few and far between. They happen all the time. Um, I, you know, the it, ones in football are just like glaring in my head, but it happens in basketball all the time too. So it, it sucks for the women of Baylor because they, you know, they, that was a chance for them to get themselves caught up and it sucks that it had to be in the NCAA tournament, but yeah, you're, you're right. That's, that was a great response. Yes. I know. Way to go, Gino. Okay. So final four is upon us. We've got 
two key, two teams confirmed from both the men and the women. So Friday, April 2nd, starting at eight, uh, 6 PM, UConn will play Arizona. And then the other two, um, teams that would play in the later game play tonight, which is Texas, South Carolina, and Louisville, Stanford. So whoever wins those two games will play the later game on Friday. And then on Saturday is the men's final four. And again, we know Houston will play Baylor and then pending the Gonzaga USC and Michigan UCLA game tonight will depend on who plays the later game on Saturday. So I cannot believe we are down to the final four teams or about to be down to the final four teams of the NCAA tournament. My gosh. And they are waiting to play one of their games at 10 o'clock tonight. I'm going to be fast asleep by then, but I'll be looking forward to seeing who wins tomorrow morning. Agreed. But I mean, with all the drama that went on with UConn and Baylor, Sarah, there's still a lot of drama in the NBA right now with the trade deadline being last week. Yep. I know. So the trade deadline never disappoints. It's always like the calm before the storm. And I think we need to start by explaining what the trade deadline is. So basically in simple terms, the trade deadline is the last day NBA players can be traded from one team to another in the national basketball association. So the date changes every year this year, it was Thursday, March 25th at 3 PM. And then it's paused. So you can't trade anybody. So teams cannot, you know, negotiate trading players the day after the deadline or the day, you know, I guess 3.01 PM until the end of the season. So if you go into the playoffs, the end of your season would be whenever you lose in the playoffs, or if you win the the championship, whatever. Um, or if you don't go to the playoffs, that would be the end of your season and the start of your free agency. If you were going to be a free agent. So, so it's Thursday, March 25th at 3 PM. Why is it so late in the season? Yeah. So it allows the teams to not just evaluate their players and see who fits and who doesn't fit. Um, but it also, so the Lakers, for example, I I don't want to say it allows them to assess their injuries, but the Lakers, you know, had, um, LeBron just got recently hurt AD Anthony Davis is hurt. Um, and I think there's another one of their players that's hurt too. Right. So, what are they in need of, right? They need a big guy because AD is out and they need, um, you know, a big guard. So they, what do you mean by, what do you mean by big guy? Like a center, like a big man, like somebody who's like usually over seven feet tall, standing underneath the basket, right? Like a Cody Zeller, like a Cody Zeller. Yeah. For the Hornets. We we speak about Cody Zeller a lot. We love you, Cody. (laughs) Love you, Cody. So anyways, it, it not only, Um, you know, you not only evaluate your players to see who fits, who doesn't fit, what injuries you need to address. Um, but it also allows you to use a player that's worth a lot of money. That is historically a very, very good player and trade them for, um, maybe two young players that have are for less money that have more longevity in the association. So, and I, I mean, their status has a lot to do with it too, right? Like your status as an NBA player, like rookies versus vets. Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. So this gets really confusing too. So there are differences depending on what your status is in the NBA, right? March 25th is the, is the trade deadline. Then Mm -hmm. you cannot trade or the teams, 
The players will not become free agents until the end of the season. Then there's a lull, right? Until the beginning of 2022 season, right? Mm -hmm. And once you sign a contract, different players with different statuses won't be able to be trade until a certain time frame. So rookies, for example, drafted rookies, unless you're drafted in the first round, that gets really confusing, but the majority of them are not drafted in the first round. So let's just say drafted rookies as a whole can be traded 30 days after their contract begins until that trade deadline. Free agents can be traded 90 days or three months after their contract begins until that trade deadlines. And then there's also some exceptions for veterans with more than eight years of service in the NBA, but we don't necessarily need to get into all of that. So yeah. um, well, there were some very confusing. Well, there were some major trades that just happened. Yeah, for sure. So there were major trades. There were major non-trades. There were major trades that happened after the trade deadline that I wasn't really sure were legal and that I had to like research and dig into. So I kind of broke them up into three different categories. And the first was trades. So it was wild. There were 23 of 30 teams that were involved in a deadline deal, meaning within usually it's like 48 hours of the deadline, sometimes even within 24 hours of the deadline and 45 players were involved in 17 separate trades. Wow. How can 45 players be traded, but only in 17 trades, right? So like we've said, you can trade, I can trade three of my players for just one of yours. If I think one of yours is worth three of mine. So one of the most, but one of the most notable trades on the trade deadline was a non-trade, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. So again, we broke it into trades. So, you know, 45 players and 17 different trades, but yes, there was a non-trade that was very notable and it's Kyle Lowry, who was from the Toronto Raptors. And Mm -hmm. everybody was talking about how the Raptors were going to trade him. They were going to trade him. They were going to trade him. Well, why it's because he is one of the best players that the franchise, the Raptors has ever had. Right. So and he becomes a free agent, he's basically available for anybody to pick him up at the end of the season. So the reason why he was projected to be traded is because it gives the Raptors an opportunity to say, I have Kyle Lowry and I want to trade him for the rest of this season to you team that would want Kyle Lowry. And in exchange, I might be able to get a young player again, that would be able to come up with the team and it would remove the burden from a salary cap. So it would, you know, Kyle Lowry's getting paid a whole bunch, right? So you're trading Mm -hmm. the remainder of his year's salary to another team. You're getting a younger player who, I mean, probably is making less than that. So it's not so much towards your cap and you're getting more longevity for this young player, but they did not trade Kyle Lowry. Why did they not trade him? Because I guess they didn't get a trade deal that they thought was going to be worth it. But I mean, I read so many articles and and the overall opinion is like any trade for Kyle Lowry, assuming that he's going to leave you at the end of this season would have been a good trade for the Raptors. So it was a loss for them. It was very dumb of them to do that. And like I said, it's not like Kyle Lowry is going to stick it out with the Raptors. Like everybody is projecting that he will leave as soon as he enters free agency and sign a big deal with another team. 
Got it. Okay. And what about trades that weren't after, trades? Oh, yes, I know. That oh were after the deadline. Yes, I know. Okay, so um, Andre Jump, Drummond, I always mispronounce his name. I always want to call him Drummer. Andre Drummond mm-hmm. um, has been... Okay, so rewind back to February, the Cavs, the Cleveland Cavaliers started sitting Andre Drummond and they picked up a younger center or big man, Jared Allen from the Brooklyn Nets. Right. Mm -hmm. So why did they do that? Why did they sit him? Because it, it keeps him healthy so that they can get more for him. So Drummond has performed for the Cavs for many years and they've decided, okay, we're going to move on from Drummond but nobody wanted his $28 million salary this year since he was con since his contract was supposed to end at this at the end of this year's season. Mm-hmm. So they couldn't get anybody to trade him, which is why we did not see him go during that trade period before the trade deadline. So what happened? Right. Yeah. So of course, you know, I came in with an analogy. Yes, of course. The real term is a contract buyout. So both the player and the team mutually decided to part ways. And then the player surrenders an agreed upon amount of his guaranteed salary and an exchange is released and allowed to sign with another team as a free agent. So It's like, okay, so if you owe a credit card company a bunch of money, you owe them a bunch of cash. Mm -hmm. So the credit card company is the player and the consumer is the person using the credit card, right? And Mm -hmm. I'm calling the credit card company and I'm saying, I know I owe you a lot of money, right? The team's telling Drummond, we owe you a lot of money, but it's obvious that you want out. It's obvious that we want you out because we don't want to have to pay your salary for the rest of this year. Mm -hmm. So let's negotiate a lower amount. And I, it's, I would rather give this to you credit card company and pay you, say, oh, you $20,000. I'm going to offer you $17,000 is all that I have right now. And the credit card company is like, well, it's better than nothing. And it gets me, you know, out scot-free, right? It wipes yep. that plate clean. So, oh, okay. So the team and Andre Drummond decided on an agreed upon amount, which we all know is definitely less than his salary of almost $28 million, but still a pretty penny. I'm sure it is still a pretty penny. And then Drummond went and signed with none other than the Lakers to fill that void of not having a big man in AD because of his injury. And he will be starting most likely over Gasol, who is the um, backup big man in LA. So, and I don't think he signed drum and sign for very much in LA, but again, it doesn't matter because he got paid from the Cleveland Cavaliers. So is Drummond like a big name player? So like the fact that he's going to be playing with LeBron is probably going to be a big deal. Correct? Yes. It's going to be a huge deal. I mean, LeBron, I mean, I would go out on a limb and say, if everybody comes back healthy, if Anthony Davis comes back healthy. If LeBron comes back healthy and they've got Drummond, they will be a contender for the championship this year. I can't wait. Yeah. To and see what's going to happen with that team. The Fingers Lakers cross that oh everyone my gosh. back healthy. Yeah. The I injuries know. just kill with kill the NBA. I mean, there's so many people I'm excited for them to come back. 
Yeah. Um, next year, especially Clay Thompson. I'm very excited for Clay. I really hope that he gets better, but anyways, so continuing the drama for today, we have five more cases that have been filed against Deshaun Watson, bringing the total to 19 cases, Sarah. I know it's absolutely ridiculous. So they're up to 19, like you said, and yeah, so you guys should go back and listen to week 24's ep- week 24's episode because we break down all the legal matters and what it means with our amazing brother Martin um who is a lawyer so he just kind of goes into what um these cases mean legally. Yeah, legally and and Christine and I kind of spill all the disgusting juicy um, yeah, details. details of the cases too. So it's a pretty long episode, but it is very interesting on how all of this will play out. So go back yeah, for sure. Have a list, listen to week 24. And then before we answer some of y'all's questions at the end of the show, this is another reminder that the masters starts next week. So practice rounds start on Monday, April 5th. Um, and go back and listen to another episode that we have our bonus golf episode with Joe, the golf guy, where he breaks down all of the basics in golf and everything, all of the traditions that you need to know about going into the masters. Yeah. Well, Sarah, we can't get into questions yet because there was a big thing that just happened in the NFL Yes, yes. and they just extended the season to 17 games and the players are not very happy about it. Um, and I know obviously we as fans are very excited about it. Cause that just means it's one extra week of football right. that we get to watch and cheer for the players are just not happy. And why do you think that that is? Yeah. So, um, let's think about it this way, right? So it's owners versus players. Okay. So <laughs> this is the owner saying, we are extending this to 17 games and we are going to make more money because we're going to sell more tickets. We're going to get more TV time. There's going to be more advertisements, but we're not going to pay you players any more money. Yeah. So, it's pretty, it's pretty lousy. Thank you for putting your body on the line week in and week out. We're going to add another week to that. And I think in turn, what we're going to see is players careers will shorten Mm-hmm. It will open up the opportunity for more players. I think, you know, um, like more kids coming out of college to enter the NFL because it'll shorten the career of, um, NFL professional players. But I do think that there will be more injury and we will see like the average career of a player. I don't know what it is, but let's just say it's around eight years, probably go down to like five years. So we won't have like the longevity of players that we had, um, with the extra game every year. You know, I think of it too, from like a family standpoint, and I try to put myself in their shoes, like as a wife of a player of one of these teams, they're already out traveling how, I mean, for half the year, right. Mm-hmm. You know, so getting their just, bodies beat all the way up. Yes. And now they're just keeping them away from their family for one extra week. It's just, I, I understand it, they're going to make a lot more money, but they're not putting their players first. Yeah. I mean, and again, back to Christine's original point that as consumers, as fans, I'm excited about it. I am. I mean, yeah. I love to watch, you know, a 17 game season means more football for us instead of just a 16 game season. But I do feel for the players. Um, I mean, not shame on the owners. I shouldn't be that harsh, but I mean, the owners, like I said, are going to be the only ones who are reaping the benefits of this by, you know, 
lining their pockets a little bit more than what they had the last however many years. Well, moving on. Finally, Christine, we are so excited about this segment because we used to do who you got like every time during football season, but it just got too much with all of the games um, because there's so yes. many with basketball and then baseball's coming up and there's going to be an overlap. So anyway, we asked you guys questions on the Instagram story yesterday and you did not disappoint. You've got some great ones on here. Um, and the first one is who is the best player in college basketball, men and women. So I'm going to take women first. So Paige yep. Bukers is my favorite women's basketball player in college right now. She plays for UConn and she's a point guard and she wears her hair and a good player's braid. She always has like the best little side braids and her hair is like pulled up, like super high on top of her head. And when I tell you, she doesn't miss. She doesn't miss. If you leave her open and she gets the ball within the three-point line, even behind the three-point line, what am I even saying? She's going to shoot. Her ball handling skills are out of this world. She can drive to the basket with the best of them. She can mm -hmm. move around these big guys underneath. I mean, she is the full package and she's only a freshman. Uh, I think that was a really good one, Sarah. She's so fun to watch. And to your point for the men, I chose Jalen Suggs um, and he plays for Gonzaga mm -hmm. and he's a guard. And the reason I chose him is because he can score from all three levels. He mm -hmm. attacks the rim. He has a killer three-point shot and his defense is like a beast. Yeah. So okay. I think that he will probably be in the top three names called in this year's draft for the Ooh. NBA. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. You heard it here first. Travis's very first um, name on our NCAA bracket was Suggs to be you. <laughs> was it really? Suggs I wouldn't know. He's you. changed it so many times. I know. We I can't know. even keep up with his bracket names anymore, but he's doing so well. Can't keep up with it. All right. Next question. All right. Next question is how old are you two and how far apart are you in age? So- okay. I am 29 years old. I have one more year in my twenties and I'm going to live every second of it until I turn 30. And I unfortunately am in my thirties already. I am 31 and Christine and I are almost two years apart, obviously to the day. So my birthday is January 22nd and Christine's is February 24th, baby. So we are two years, one month and two days apart. That's right. So we've been very, we're very close in age. Um, and the last question that we have is, do you have plans to follow a season of women's sports? And that is a fantastic question yes, because it take it away, Sarah. So funny. You should ask. There is an episode that we are doing, um, with Aaron Dodge. So he is a, like I said, a local guy, he's worked in the NBA, the WNBA he's worked for the Charlotte checkers. Um, he got an internship at coastal Carolina and sports broadcasting. He is, has a lot of knowledge in the sports world. And he said, after talking to him yesterday, that one of his favorite places to work was in the WNBA. And I was like, how perfect let's plug in. Let's talk WNBA. We'll talk NCAA men's and compare it to NCAA women's. And we are so excited to have a professional come in and talk to us. So great question. It is on the horizon. All right, you guys. Well, that wraps up episode 25, week 25 of It Sports Is. We love you guys. 
follow us on Instagram, subscribe to our YouTube channel and listen to us on Apple podcasts. And we will see you next week. See you later. Alligator. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.